Welcome. We're so glad you've taken this opportunity to grow your faith by listening to this teaching. At CLC, it is our heart to see every believer equipped to fulfill the plan that God has for your life. For more information about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. Now, let's hear some faith-building teaching from our pastors. You know what? I wanted to start with thanking Pastor Gwen. I wouldn't be here today without you. You have challenged me, irritated me, <laughs> blessed me, <laughs> loved me, given me the word when I wanted it and when I haven't wanted it. <laughs> and you've just you've been such a support and, and an encouragement and you've walked with me to see the victory that that we've seen together. So first things first. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> so we want to talk about building a home today. We have the box of tissues right here, so we will be fine. <laughs> um, when you look at this stage, it looks solid, right? It looks like you could walk anywhere on this stage and you would have no problem walking on it, jumping on it, doing whatever the Lord tells you to do on it, right? <laughs> And I can get up here and I can do this, you know. I can, I can jump. <laughs> I can run across it. I can run around it. Right? You see me running over it? But there's parts of it. You see where all these cords are coming out? I can lift them up a tiny bit and you can see them over here and over here. Well... There's little parts here that are not part of the bigger stage that aren't quite as strong as the whole stage. I can't, was it you, Bethany, that went through it? Yes, it was Bethany, my, our oldest daughter. Um, I believe it's this one here. There you go. It's got some bounce in it. <laughs> That's not supposed to be like that. If you run and jump here, you're going to go through the stage. <laughs> Actually, even if you just stand here now, you're going to go through the stage. Sometimes what looks solid on the outside has some weaknesses on the inside of it. Um, when we were thinking about our lives and where we started from when God brought us to a more solid part, because God put on our hearts to talk about strength and stability today. And it's one of the major things that God worked in our lives. And when we thought about the place we started from, you know, we were, we were in a house. We had, you know, we were married. We had two kids. I think you're supposed to have two and a half to be perfect, but you know, I don't know how you get half. But you know, we had, you know, everything seemed in order, you know, from the outside, everything looked right. We thought everything was great. We thought we'd built our lives on a firm foundation that was 
solid in every way. We knew, we thought we knew the word. We thought we knew God in, in all different parts. And, you know, we were living like that. And suddenly these pressures came in life. And mm-hmm. Neil got diagnosed with MS. And uh, my sister died. Um, she'd had a illness all her life. And uh, I was ready to be strong. I'd known about being strong because I could get it together. Mm-hmm. I could organize the life out of it, and it was strong. <laughs> <laughs> we had a plan, and we could get through. Amen. And, you know, when, when Neil was weak, that was okay. I could, I could do the extra stuff. And when my sister died, it was okay. I could, I could help with her kids. I could do all this stuff. And then I couldn't. And uh, I got sick myself, but mentally I got so attacked, and I couldn't stand anymore. And I, this foundation that seemed so firm had some holes in it, and it didn't, it didn't hold. And it, uh, it really threw us, because uh, I had great pride in being strong. <laughs> is never good, people. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> You'll regret it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I thought that was the way you lived. Life for God, right? You, you heard what the word said, and you did it. And you took it, and you did it. <laughs> so I took it, and I did it. And that, that was what my understanding was of it. And suddenly we hit all these pressures of life, and it had been fine before the pressures seemed fine, seemed stable, everything looked great. And then these pressures came and suddenly it didn't hold. And that's not the right kind of foundation. (laughs) Our foundation, that's when it's in the right place, it holds. And it doesn't matter what comes, it doesn't matter what comes against it in any way, it holds. And so one of the things over the last little bit is there's some places that I've gotten to that I'm like, wow, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'm here. <laughs> but I've been praying and asking the Lord for understanding so that we can help other people and so that we can understand the work that he did in us and to be able to share with other people. So our hearts were to follow God. We just had some wrong teaching, some wrong foundation, some weak spots. Corey, are you taking it? No, Corey's not in here. (laughs) (laughs) Some weak spots in our foundation that were exposed. As we were praying in uh, pre-service prayer this morning, the Lord gave me uh, an image of um, something you see actually very often. So think about like the Boston Marathon. Right, And a lot of the times you'll see um, somebody at the very end of the marathon and they're close to the, like they're 50 feet, maybe 75 feet from the finish line, but their body just starts giving out on them. They want to get across that finish line, right? And um, girls, can you, oh no, you can't, you're plugged in. You can come, okay. Both of you come up and you stand behind me and then Heather, you're going to be the one that's running. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't have to run. 
And so that person wants to get across that finish line. We want to get across that finish line. At this point when these pressures came on our life, we wanted to follow God. But we had our bodies were giving out on us. And we wanted to get across that finish line, but our bodies just wouldn't. So we, we had that, that unfirm foundation that, and it was just giving out underneath of us. And things were falling apart at that point. And then you always see in the marathons, there's a couple of runners that still have some strength. And so if you face that way and put out your arms, <laughs> the runners come up on either side and they help the person get across the finish line. Those helpers are Jesus because he then comes with his strength to help us, yes. to lift us up, to help us run our race yeah. and get to that finish line. He helps patch the weak spots and yes. fills them in and makes them just as strong as the rest of the foundation. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. So we want to share some scriptures that God used in our life to rebuild that foundation, get it all cleaned off and nice and level and strong that we could stand on, and just kind of share a bit about um, where it came from and, and what he showed us. Amen? Okay, so my first one that I started hearing a lot when we first started coming here was in 1 Corinthians 15, 58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And when I heard this verse, it was not me. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard it and I was like, well, it can't really be that true. <laughs> you know, like... If everything's right, I could say this. On a good day, it looked like this. And Pastor Gwen kept using it. People would use it in sermons. The word kept coming. <laughs> the word has this wonderful work. And then I had this battle inside in that my spirit heard it and said, yes, that's right. That's what God wants to do in me. And my brain heard it and went, not possible. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> and so it, and your mind tries to reason it away. You know, your mind, start, first of all, your mind starts to reason, well, I have that. I'm pretty steadfast. I'm mostly unmovable. <laughs> Except for at that point in my life, I wasn't at all. <laughs> and then you, you have a choice to hear the word. And you have a choice to receive the word as true. Mm -hmm. And when I started to receive it as true and put my mind aside, then God could start to work it in me. And, you know, Hebrews 4.12 goes to work. And it says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joints and marrows and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And God dealt with my heart a lot. And he dealt with where my heart was right and where my heart was wrong. And because I had taken great pride in having it together. And I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to let go of that control Mm. and really trust God. But I knew, like I knew the results of my life were that it didn't work. Like I knew it wasn't successful. And... So I had to release that trust and control to God. And I realized that I couldn't release that trust and control until I came to know him better. Because you can't give something. I wouldn't leave my child with somebody I didn't know. Well, I might now. I might now. They're probably fine. <laughs> you know, when, they, when they're little, right? You don't take your baby and, and leave it off at somebody's house you don't know. You, you wouldn't feel okay to do that. You would be a stress case, or I would have been. <laughs> and so, but when you know, you know, if, if I, when my kids were little, I was at my wit's end, I could take them over to my mom's, and I would know she would love them. She would <laughs> spoil them. <laughs> she would do all those things that I was not feeling like doing at that moment. <laughs> and, and I could have a break, and I could, and I could come back, but I could release those things to her. And so coming to know who God was and just have that relationship as opposed to, you know, God, I've got this this list, you know, like I did life with God. But having, knowing him from inside and knowing him in me and working through me from being in me, not from, okay, God, you're coming along with me, you mm-hmm. know, like, Here's my plan. Here's my plan. Please bless it. (laughs) Make it go good, (laughs) you know, and do all those different things. But receiving it from a different place, you know, not receiving that strength from an outside place of him fixing my life, but from an inside place where even if life wasn't fixed, I was still strong. Even when life wasn't stable, I was still stable. You know, it it wasn't circumstantial anymore and that's that that work that he did and he he divided the different things that let me be able those things that were my dead works he divided off Mm. from his works in it and as his works came it worked and you know because I first heard it and I was like you know one of the major things that we hadn't had teaching on was just basic faith word of faith type teaching. And so we first heard it, and I'm like, okay, they say you take it by faith. Okay. I'm steadfast. I'm unmovable. I'm abounding. I am. I am. I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) And the logic (laughs) of my brain said, no, you aren't. (laughs) And, you know, but then when I started to receive it, that no, I am because of who he is in me, then, yes, I am, even if I'm feeling shaky. You know, when I get nervous, I shake. <laughs> you know? So even if that's happening, I'm still steadfast, unmovable, always abounding inside because he is, Amen. and he's not changeable. Amen. Hallelujah. 
I'm going to start with uh, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 7. <laughs> if, if you didn't hear that, Pastor Gwen says, no, there's a surprise. <laughs> um, so, um, at this, around that time, I just, I knew that I needed to get back in the Word. And somebody had told me a long, long time ago, we'll start reading Proverbs, because there's 31 Proverbs, one for each day, and start reading the Proverbs. And so I was reading through the Proverbs, and this scripture just leapt off the page at me. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. I had proven in my life that my own understanding and my own ways were failing me completely because things were falling apart when Pastor Heather was talking about that, those pressures that came on. Things were falling apart. And this so opened my eyes that I can trust in the Lord. I can trust in him. I don't have to understand what he's doing, but I can trust him. I can trust him. You can trust him. You see the crazy happening in, on the, right in front of you, but that doesn't change that you can trust him. Amen. The Bible says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That he never changes. So if I could trust him 10 years ago, I can trust him today. Yeah. If I can trust him two weeks ago, I can trust him today. If I can trust him today, I can trust him tomorrow. If I can trust him today, I can trust him 10, 10 days from now, 20 days from now, two years from now, 10 years from now, because he never changes. He's always the same. The answer that I got 10 years ago in a similar situation is the same answer that I'm going to get today. So I can throw out at that point my own understanding of the situation and how I think I should deal with it. And I can walk on in his understanding. Even though I may not fully understand it, I trust that he has the answer. You know, there's things in my life right now that God has shown me that are going to happen down the road in my life. That he's just shown me that. He hasn't shown me how I'm going to get there from here to there. But I don't lean on my own understanding. I don't try and make my own way there. I trust him, and he will, will reveal it as I need to know it, as I need to know what my next step is, he'll show it, amen, oh hallelujah, it says right there, in all your ways acknowledge him, I'm all about relationship with God, all about relationship with God, Acknowledge him in every aspect of your life. 
Acknowledge him. Lord, you've got this. Thank you that you've got this. I don't see it, but I know that you've got this. Thank you, Lord, that you've got this. And we're going to just walk on because, you know, you're a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I'm going to be able to walk in this. Amen? And he shall direct thy paths. And then another scripture for me is Ephesians 6.10. And I never understood it. It seemed like it was bad English at first when I was reading it. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And I'm like, well, I didn't understand that last part, in the power of his might. What in the power of his might? What are we supposed to do in the power of his might? I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't understand that. But then the Lord showed me one day. Um, I think Heather and the girls had given me a little plaque um, that I put up on my wall with this exact scripture in it. And I just, I kept looking at it. And I'm like, well, I know that's true, but I don't understand it. But he real, he, it, it was quite simple, actually. <laughs> he says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And you could say it this way, be strong in the power of of his might. We don't have to be strong in our might. We can be strong in the power of his might. It's his power. It's his authority. It's his understanding that will mend that weak spot in your foundation and help you to be able to stand there again with confidence, not concerned about what is whirling around you. <laughs> right? Amen. Amen. And this verse in Proverbs, going back to Proverbs 3, helped me a lot as well in the trust in the Lord. But, you know, in a, in a family, you all affect each other. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm doing great, but Neil is miserable, it doesn't happen. It's not real fun. <laughs> Even if I'm having a great day. You know, if we're having a great day and the girls are falling apart, you know, it's not quite as great a day. <laughs> and so part of this trust in the Lord for me was trusting them to God and trusting that he had a plan and he could show me the plan and help me walk in the plan for my life, but he could also show them. And I didn't have to help them get it. <laughs> Although I was willing. <laughs> but, you know, but it was so much better when, you know, I didn't have to hear something from the Lord and then make sure that Neil heard it too and that he was going to agree with it and we could do it together. Yeah. I could hear the Lord and know that he heard the Lord and that when we came together, we'd know what to do yeah. together. Yeah. Not because I'd gotten it and somehow passed it on. Mm-hmm. which is my first method. It doesn't work. <laughs> this, is a, this doesn't work. Don't try it. <laughs> a testimony of this, actually, there was, um, you've, if you've been around to hear our whole testimony, there was a point where um, we had to live separate and kind of get God right back in our lives. And there were points and multiple times where we would... Um, we would be out together, and Heather or I would start talking about something 
individually that the Lord was doing on our life in our lives at that time, showing us, growing us in, and and Heather I so I would share it, and then Heather, the Lord was doing the exact same thing in her with absolutely no communication with us except for when we saw each other at that point, mm-hmm. and He has that purpose for you. He has that path for you. He has that path for you. And if that path involves somebody else at some point, even if you don't know who they are, he's working in them just as much as he's working in you. And you're going to come together and you're going to meet that person and you're, you're going to see how God has worked in both of your lives and brought you to this point. Multiple times that happened in our lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it my turn or is it your turn? Is it my turn? Okay. Hallelujah. Um, where should we go? <laughs> Let's go uh, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Um, and we're going to just read the part. Um, there's a part before this. So this is chapter 4, verse 6b. <laughs> And this, it's basically the word of the Lord to this guy named Zerubbabel. It's a really cool name if you try and say it a lot. <laughs> Zerubbabel. He, the Lord said to him, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the lords of hosts. Not by might nor by power. That's your might and your power. You can't do it. Just like that runner in the marathon, your body's going to give out. Just like Pastor Heather was saying, she had it all together when things were going fine. And me as well. You can lump me in with that exact same. Things were, when things were fine, it was all great and roses and fun things without thorns and stuff like that, right? <laughs> but when our might and our power that we were trying to get through this with disintegrated, because it really did, it didn't just kind of, it didn't really just kind of, um, you know, just wane a bit. It disintegrated, fell completely apart. And we had nothing. We had to turn to his spirit because it's by his spirit. We walk by his spirit. We hear by his spirit. We speak by his spirit. We do by his spirit. It's his power. It's his might. You know, the Bible says that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives on the inside of us. It's on the inside of us. You think about that. God, our Father, what he used to raise Jesus Christ from the dead, victorious from the dead, living alive, and set him in, um, at the right hand of God, that same power and authority that happened on the inside of Jesus to raise him from the dead lives on the inside of us, constantly lives on the inside of us, and it will not disintegrate. It will not wane. It will not go away. It is constant. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, another one for me was in John fifteen sixteen, And it says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give you. And, I mean, what's not wonderful about this verse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's chosen us. And, you know, he's meant for us to go forth and bring forth fruit and your fruit should remain. And the thing that I, I really, he taught me about in this verse was the difference of the fruit of the Spirit. You know, when I think about, think about like a balloon and think about like a rubber ball. You know, with a balloon, if you press it too hard, if you poke it the wrong way, it's going to pop. Shalane really doesn't like that, by the way. <laughs> if you've got a rubber ball, you know, that's, that's that really good rubber, you can squeeze it, you can step on it, you can do whatever you can do to it. My nephew does all the time. And it doesn't change it. It goes back to being round, it bends a little, gives a little, but it's the, it's the same. And that's what it's like with the fruit of the Spirit when God puts them in our heart. You know, when we have them in the world's way of having them, you know, the world has peace. It's like, (laughs) I'm at peace. I'm at peace. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. (laughs) Just, I'm at peace. But that's not the peace of God. No. The peace of God is big and it works. And it doesn't matter if you have screaming children. It doesn't matter if you've got to go out into the hardest situation. It doesn't matter what goes wrong. It doesn't matter if COVID hits the world. It's not changed. And it's there and it's constant. And so that, you know, that spirit force in it, you know, it's not, it's not natural. And so it can't be changed in the natural. And you know, he really taught me about that in every different area with all the different fruit that it proves itself. Yes. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't change by circumstance. It comes from within, and no matter what circumstances change around you, you can be the same. And that was a piece that I really needed in my foundation. And, you know, because then when you go through life, you go through life knowing that there's a set of things that aren't changeable. I'm not loving because I'm around nice people. (laughs) I'm loving because I have the love of God inside of me. You know, I'm not peaceful because my life is working perfectly. Lots of people think I have a perfect life. I'm okay with that. (laughs) I do have a perfect life. (laughs) But, you know, it's that, it's that inner working that then you can go out and face things. Yes. You can see things come and you're not living, you know, I lived life feeling like, you know, we'd, we'd hit a lot of major events. <laughs> you know, those were major events, not ones you want to ever hit in life. But then I, we were past them, but I was still like, well, what's the next event? What's the next thing I'm going to have to be ready for? What's the next thing I've got to protect myself from? And I started living life like that. So my, I was looking 
for where the problem was. Because if I saw the problem first, then I could protect myself, right? No. <laughs> you can't, and it doesn't, and you're already tired when it happens because you've been looking for it. <laughs> so I could not, I could not care because I knew God knew. He knew the end from the beginning, so he already knew. And if I trusted him and I believed that he was equipping me, then of course I could deal with it. Of course I could step into it. Of course, I could deal with whatever I needed to deal with because it could be pressed. It could be pressed. It could be stepped on. It could be used. <laughs> it could be all those, all those things, and it wasn't changing, just like he's not changing. That fruit, those things he's put inside of us, they don't change. No. They're still in power, whether we're using them or whether we're not using them. They're no. still there. He didn't give you like, well... I'll give you like, you know, when you're having hot food, I have like one, Neil has like 10, <laughs> but I don't have like one of the fruit of the spirit and he has 10 of the fruit of the spirit. I have it all, whether I yield to it, whether I listen to it, my choice, but I have it all inside of me and I can walk in the power of it and test it to its full capacity and it's not going to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to give up. You can, you can press forth and you can test it in every area. And that lets you be able to walk in life with such a different level of confidence. I mean, if you knew you were going to have a problem, but you knew that every problem you were going to face, you had the solution to, makes it a little different. Yeah. But that is the truth. Every problem we face, we'll have a solution to because why would he leave us unequipped to know what to do in a situation? You know, that's our, that's our God, and that's, you know, that's a stabilizing force for me. When I, when I hit a point, I say to myself, is that who God is? You know, does that, that's not, you know, he says, if we as natural fathers, well, I'm not a father, but I'm a mother, you know, if we give good gifts to our children, how much more does he give? And so, you know, those good gifts he's given to us, you know, I don't send my girls out in a car that I know is going to break down. I send them out in a car that I know is going to get them there and get them there well and safely. Mm -hmm. And that's what God does for us. He doesn't send us out into something not equipped to do what we need to do. He gives us that, and it's, and it's inside, and we can be confident that when we need to draw on it, we can draw on it, and it doesn't run out. Amen. Amen. Uh, something the Lord is prompting me to say um, is that this is all about building a home, and building a home happens in your heart first. Right? Everything that we're talking about here happened in our heart first, and then it manifested in the home that we have now, the actual physical home that we have now. And the other aspect of this is that it doesn't matter your state in life, whether you're married, whether you're not married, whether you have kids living at home, whether you don't have kids living at home, you're living on your own, um, you're living with a friend, doesn't matter. Building a home starts in your heart. It first starts in your heart. 
That's why this applies to every single person that's here, every single person that's, that's watching online. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Shall we call Shalene up? Okay, Shalene. My turn? Okay. <laughs> One of the big scriptures for both of us um, was Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. And uh, we're going to read it in the Amplified. And it says, Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, which means a life, a home, a family, built. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hallelujah. That it's interesting the order that it puts this in. By skillful and godly wisdom is a house built. We were looking at definitions of wisdom and stuff like that last night, but really, that wisdom is the wisdom of God, pure and simple. It also says in, um, in uh, Proverbs that we're to get wisdom with all, we're to get, um, uh, it's gone from me. Wisdom is the principal thing, there we go. And we are to get wisdom. And with all of our getting, get understanding. That wisdom is the Lord. So seeking the Lord is a house built. When you seek the Lord, it may not look like things are going great, but when you seek Him, your home will be built first on the inside of you. Seek Him. Don't stop seeking Him. Proverbs also says that a righteous man falls seven times but keeps getting up. Keep getting up. Keep getting up. Keep pursuing God. Keep, keep going to Him. Keep pouring into that relationship with him. And your home will be built. You can cut in anytime you want. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. So first we're supposed to be seeking him, pursuing him, getting that wisdom. Understanding comes when we seek him. Understanding of how things need to be done. Would you say that's right? Understanding comes when we seek him. 
He gives us the way. He gives us an understanding of what it'll look like. Like I was saying earlier, Lord, show me things that are going to be happening in my future. I have an understanding of what's going to be happening in my future. It's built a foundation for me, a good, solid foundation, because I know it's going to happen. He's shown it to me. I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there or how we're going to get there. But I know that God's wisdom, because I'm seeking him, is going to get me there. It's going to build that house. Are you seeing this? Is that making sense? And then it says, And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area, of every area of your life, be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Every area. Every area. Because, you know, there was parts we didn't, we didn't know we didn't know. You know, the girls do these courses and they call it a unknown unknown. <laughs> you can have a known unknown and an unknown unknown. <laughs> and, you know, we didn't, we didn't know we were missing out. You know, we didn't, till we learned about healing, God's being absolute final will for us to be healed. We didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't have that, that pleasant, precious and pleasant riches. Mm -hmm. We couldn't have that precious thing in our home because we didn't even know that we could have it. And, but he, you don't have to go out searching for what you might be missing. He knows. Mm -hmm. And as you spend time with him, He's going to tell you. Yeah. You know, this is hard. you're going to listen to preaching. You're going to be reading the word. You're going to be like, you know, I used to wor spend a lot of time worrying about, was I going to miss it? Was I going to hear God talk to me? How was I going to hear God talk to me? Was I going to miss it? And one day he said to me, like, I'm God. <laughs> I talked through a donkey. I wrote on a wall. Like, I created you. I can talk to you. And that gave me such confidence to know that it's his commitment. He's faithful. He's faithfully doing the work. And we know that we want to have those precious things in our home. But how much more does he want it for us? He died for us. How precious is it for him? And how much... Does he want to do that in our life? So, of course, he's going to show us. Of course, he's going to open our eyes to it. Of course, he's going to cause us to understand how to walk in it. Because that's just who he is. And that's his great love for us. Mm -hmm. Why don't you close with that? So, the last verse is 2 Thessalonians 3.3. 3. And in the Amplified, it says, Yet the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you, and he will set you on a firm foundation and guard you from the evil one. Oh, hallelujah. And I can truly say that's the testimony of my life. He is so faithful, and he strengthened me, and he set me on a firm foundation it can't be moved it can't be changed because he doesn't I did I was changeable <laughs> I was not always faithful I had some good days I had some bad days ask Pastor Gwen <laughs> 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 and 
But he, he is faithful. He doesn't have those changeable days. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you come asking the first time or this is your hundred time of asking. You know, if you're looking for healing, waiting for healing to manifest in your body, you don't get a gold star because you got it the first time. <laughs> and, well, you get the leftover private if you got it down the road. It's not that. And God doesn't look at it that way. He doesn't look at it like, oh, boy, they're coming and asking for prayer again. You know, that's not how he assesses it on. But that our heart wants, when he stirs our heart, we listen to that stirring. And so, you know, if you've been believing for something for a day, you can have it. And if you've been believing something for a lot of years, it doesn't change it. It doesn't change that it's going to happen. It doesn't change his ability to do it. And he's not worried about you. He's not sitting around going, oh, if they just get it together, I could give it to them. You know, it's not his heart. He's doing everything he can to get it to you. And he wants to see those things poured into our lives. He wants to see those things established in our lives because he's good yeah. and because he's faithful, not because we checked off the boxes. You know, he's not on the list. Oh, they finally got to the bottom. They can have it. <laughs> it's just not his heart towards us. You know, his heart is for his goodness. And, you know, we can believe fresh today. You know, there's some things I've seen come to pass. Some things were quicker. Some things were slower. And I, there's more things to come to pass. And it doesn't matter if we've been believing for a little bit of time or a long time. That's not the peace that matters. The peace that matters is that we see it afresh today, that it's as real today as when he first gave us the promise, because it's as good today as it was when he first gave it. He's not changing his mind. He didn't ch give you a promise and then take it back when you didn't step into it quick enough, or I would not be here. Mm -hmm. He gave you that promise, and he's faithful with his promises, and he's bringing it to pass. And you can know that he wants to strengthen you, and he wants to set you on that firm foundation. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening today. We hope you have been strengthened and encouraged by the message you've heard. To hear more from our pastors or to learn more about Celebration Life Church, you can visit our website at celebrationlife.ca. You can contact us by phone at 604-594-7327 or you can write to us at Unit 2A, 13139 80th Avenue, Surrey, BC, V3W3B1.